watching CSO Executive Sessions. I'm your host, Anne, and my guest today is Alan Wong, based in Hong Kong. He is Director of Information Technology at Hong Kong Baptist University. And today we'll be discussing zero trust in cybersecurity. So thanks for joining me today, Alan. Hi, Anne. So, Ellen, I wanted to talk to you about Zero Trust today because your implementation of Zero Trust Security for Hong Kong Baptist University won you an award last year. Um, but before we get into that, I'm curious about what you think are the main obstacles to the adoption of Zero Trust um, among cybersecurity leaders. Uh, okay, I can share with you that the major obstacles to the adoption of Zero Trust among cybersecurity leaders may be a lack of understanding of the concept and the reluctance to invest in new technologies. Zero trust is a relatively new concept and many security professionals may not be very familiar with it or its implications. So I think it is important for the security leaders to understand the concept of zero trust and its, in its potential benefits before they will invest in this new technology. One of the more common complaints from employees is that zero trust policies might introduce obstacles. Um, they might not be able to use the hotel Wi-Fi or mail plugins, for example. Um, what advice do you have on finding the right balance between implementing zero trust without hampering employee productivity? Okay, so my advice for finding the right balance here uh, is to start small and scale up as needed. You can start by identifying the most critical assets in your organization and focus on securing those first. I would recommend a phased approach to minimize the disruption to productivity. Starting small with a pilot run, then implementing zero trust in a limited area or, or with some specific application if you want, that will help. This will make the security leaders have the confidence to deploy zero trust on a bigger scale in the future. And also, I think it is important to ensure that security measures you implement are not overly restrictive and do not impede user productivity. And, and, and also, as I always mentioned, that use automation whenever possible to reduce the workload on the security team and improve the efficiency of the security operations. And that will be helpful as well. Um, as people become increasingly reliant on multiple interconnected devices, sometimes across personal um, and work use, uh, what do you think is the biggest challenge when implementing zero trust in an IoT bring your own device environment? Okay. The biggest challenge for implementing zero trust in an IoT or BYOD environment is the scale and complexity of the campus network or the security environment. In a BYOD environment, it is difficult to implement consistent security measures across all the devices due to the complexity of different devices owned by different users. So because the devices are owned by users, so if you are going to implement something like the agent-based, putting an agent into the device, it is not practical, right? So different types of devices have varying levels of security and therefore it is difficult to ensure that all of them are properly secured. So in an environment where you have multiple networks like corporate networks, guest networks and research networks like uh, a university one, it will be very challenging to implement zero trust consistently across all the networks. But having said that, we can address all these challenges by careful planning, deploying the right solution, communicating effectively with the users 
and of course a commitment to the ongoing education and training for the users and IT staff that will be very helpful. Great. Um, now, last year you won our CSO ASEAN Award um, for your implementation of a zero trust solution. Can you tell us a bit about your um, AI-enabled zero trust digital campus security solution for universities? Sure, uh, that, that's my pleasure. Uh, our AI-enabled zero trust digital campus security solution is designed to address the concerns of increased cybersecurity risks associated with the growing network infrastructure, the potential attacks that use intelligent machines, IoT, and BYOD devices. We call these solutions an IoT AI matrix plan solution. I think this is a good name as this solution is a multidimensional auto-discovery, detection, and defense solution, leveraging the zero trust concept. The solution is playable on AI and machine learning techniques that give my team full visibility of threats in the campus uh, across all their endpoint devices. And basically the solution will closely monitor and discover changing patterns in user and device behaviors, alert the security team of any suspicious incident and subsequently perform proactive blocking before any significant impact or incidents bring into the university's campus network. Actually, I'm glad to share with you that uh, this is the first ever project in the higher education sector in the Asia Pacific region to create a benchmark and a zero trust blueprint for other industry players that de delivers device discoverability and micro segmentation and enables autonomous threat prevention powered by AI and deep learning. So I think uh, with this solution, uh, it, boosts, it helped to boost up the university's confidence in speeding up the digital transformation journey. And we can introduce new device, new digital solutions and services for all our staff and students. That's really impressive. Um, congratulations on uh, the implementation of that. Thank you. Um, now, can I just, I'm curious to know, um, in what other ways um, do you think AI or machine learning is helping to improve zero trust? Okay, AI and machine learning can actually help to improve the zero trust by providing advanced threat detection and response capabilities. <clears throat> Say for example, um, user behavior analytics can be achieved by analyzing user behavior patterns and identifying anomalies that may indicate a potential security threat. With AI and machine learning, it can help to identify and respond to threats in real time, improving the effectiveness of zero trust. And also AI and machine learning can be used to improve the accuracy of threat intelligence and enable proactive threat detection and response via the analysis of big data. And so therefore by leveraging AI, machine learning and zero trust technologies, organizations can gain better uh, protection of their assets and respond quickly to the emerging cybersecurity threats. That's interesting. Um... And now on to my final question, um, Alan. Well, how do you keep up with changes in cybersecurity with so much happening in the space? Oh yeah, uh, actually uh, it is. Uh, so actually it is difficult, but, uh, but the most, most important thing is that you always need to keep yourself having strong interest on that. I always keep up with the, with the changes in technology, regulation, innovation, and the threat landscape by reading industry news and attending conferences. 
Also, I regularly review new and emerging security solutions to ensure that I'm up to date with the latest trends and developments. And one of the examples that I can share with you on the benefits of understanding the new and emerging technologies is the co-creation and collaborations with the vendors to develop the IoT AI matrix defense solutions that I just mentioned. Therefore, I think it is always good to be up to date on those emerging trends, which may spark up some new ideas for you. Well, um, thanks, Ellen. It's been wonderful speaking with you. Um, to our viewers, if you have any thoughts to share on our topic today or feedback on the show, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Thanks for watching.